Sports Safety Update brought to you by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. JSMP is a sports safety advocacy program located in Jacksonville, Florida. Today we have two of our young athletic trainers in the Duval County Public Schools, Ashley Alvarez from Terry Parker High School and Blake Mace from Inglewood High School. So today, ladies, welcome and please share a little bit about your story and how you got to this point. Thanks. My name is Ashley Alvarez. I am Jacksonville, born and raised. I graduated my undergrad from the University of North Florida, and then I was a part of Project 17 where I got my master's from JU. I am the full-time athletic trainer at Terry Parker High School, and I have been there. This will be my seventh year at the school. I am Blake Mace. I am from Ohio originally. My undergrad was completed at Shawnee State University in Southern Ohio. Then I moved down to Florida and started my master's through Project 17 at Jacksonville University, and I am now in my seventh year as well at Inglewood High School. Thank you very much. Okay, the beginning of the fall season is uh, right around the corner. So what can you share with us that you're doing to prepare uh, for these fall seasons to keep our athletes safe? Well, I definitely say the first thing is um, collecting all of our paperwork, all of our physicals, everything that we need for the athletes to uh, participate in the fall sports. And it's going through those physicals, making note of anything that we need to be aware of going into the season, any asthmatics, any sickle cell um, trait kids, any um, sudden cardiac in uh, health or in their uh, previous family history. Um, just making mental notes and making sure all the coaches are also aware of any of those kids, too, so that they uh, can prepare just like I do. Uh, Jim, we are also reviewing our EAPs for each venue and going over those with our coaches as well. Um, an EAP is an emergency action plan. So this tells us with each venue um, where anything needs to go via like ambulance entering, um, how to manage the venue if an emergency happens, what supplies are there, et cetera. And who's in the emergency action plan too. That's Correct. always important. Making sure coaches know that they're involved in administration and such. Tell me a little bit about what we call the medical timeout, which we conduct before the beginning of every game. What's important about that and who participates to keep our kids safe? Um, that's absolutely the first thing that we do. Um, I'm fortunate, Terry Parker, I have a UNF master's student, so they're a big part of my uh, medical timeout. We're out there 30 minutes before a football game starts. Um, it's myself, the visiting athletic trainer, emergency medical services, our team doctor, my UNF student, um, and then I also make aware my admin, which is mainly my athletic director, and he will forward that information if the head referee is not available because my athletic director makes sure that I'm that they are aware that I'm the one that makes calls when it comes to weather related things, incidents when they need to come off the field and whatnot. Um, but there's a lot of moving parts to a medical timeout, so it's always critical that we start off the game with one of the medical timeouts. Yes, on top of that, um, everything that Ashley said, and we, again, like to prepare for anything that could possibly happen. If we're prepared, then we can make the best of the situation. Okay, so this fall we're entering the seasons of not only football, contact, concussions, things like that. Um, Cross-country, volleyball, swimming, 
Uh, ever heard of a concussion in swimming? Believe it or not, they happen. They happen in volleyball too. What's one of the things that you are considering when you uh, see an athlete that uh, incurs a head injury? And what what is a brain trauma? And you know, we give a a very simple analogy of an egg yolk inside of an eggshell. The shell being the skull, the egg yolk being the brain, and how it moves around inside the skull. But uh, concussions do happen. They're part of, of life and uh, head trauma. So tell me a little bit about uh, what you're looking for in concussions and why it's important uh, to treat them very seriously. Um, well, believe it or not, there was a couple fall seasons ago at Terry Parker where I had uh, more concussions in swimming than I did at football. Um, that was not the most pleasant of uh, seasons to go through. Um, especially for swimming, it was mainly their lack of training and understanding to follow the flags and make sure that they were alert and uh, understood when they needed to be able to touch the wall. It was mainly backstroke. Um, and just a lot of that came from the coaching that we had at the time, not making the kids aware that are maybe maybe swimming for the first time. Um a lot of that is comes from the coaching and making them fundamentally aware and fundamentally sound. Um, like football, you're using proper tackling techniques um, to make sure that concussions are on the lower side of that season. Um, if we're doing our job by educating coaches, in turn, they should be doing their job by educating the players and making sure that the players are using the safest technique possible to prevent those concussions. Okay, uh, Blake, what's your message to parents about concussions? Um, concussions do happen. They are real. Um, you know, essentially, the athletic trainer would uh, contact you if we suspect any type of concussion with your child. Just be alert and aware. Um, if you do not know the signs and symptoms, then ask your athletic trainer. Um, they should be giving you those signs and symptoms to watch out for. And if anything changes with the status of your child, you should um, definitely let the athletic trainer and the uh, physician that your athlete uh, sees to um, let them know what's going on. Okay. It is hot as blue blazes right now out there, and it's uh, going to get hotter in the next few days. We have uh, uh, tremendous heat and humidity here in Florida. Uh, Ashley, what are some uh, just basic tips that you like to give your athletes in, in preparation uh, for the heat? Well, like you said, preparation, um, athletic training is all about preparation and prevention. Um, I tell my kids that they should be drinking a ton of water before they even step foot on the field. If when they start to get thirsty, they are already dehydrated. Um, especially a lot of my kids that are coming off of summer vacation that are living in their nice, cool homes, playing video games and adjusting to the toll of being outside and practicing at a different level, um, they come very unprepared. So it's getting those kids well hydrated prior to practices and then even hydrating after practice and then being prepared for the next day and so on and so forth because it can be a domino effect towards the end. Blake, uh, practically speaking, what would you advise uh, your athletes to do uh, post-practice uh, as far as rehydrating and getting, getting ready for the next uh, practice? Uh, yes, rehydrating and recovery is a huge thing, getting ready for the next practice. Um, one thing that we usually like to do is tell them the easiest thing is to look at the color of your urine. The color of your urine is a lemonade color, um, a light lemonade color, that is. <laughs> then you are 
pretty much hydrated. If it is darker, um, then that's when you need to implement more hydration um, in your routine, um, as well as you can weigh yourself before practice and weigh yourself after and the difference of the amount of weight you lost. And the for every pound that you lose, you need to add 20 ounces of fluids for recovery. All right, great. Uh, we're talking today again with Ashley Alvarez of Terry Parker High School and Blake Mace of Inglewood High School, two of our outstanding athletic certified athletic trainers here in the Duval County Public Schools. So two more questions for you, ladies. I'm sure you've seen in your, even in your short uh, career, um, a lot of different injuries, sometimes some of the worst and some of the least uh, uh, involved. But what have you learned from them? What, what are some lessons you've learned that you would uh, share with other athletic trainers or share with uh, athletes and parents um, in why it's important to pay attention to your injuries and listen to your body? First off, let's just say every injury and every athlete is different on how they handle injuries. So what they might consider severe injury may not be severe to you. So you just need to learn your athletes and how to handle each and every scenario that pops up. Um, It is great to have a lot of empathy just to keep the athletes calm. And that will also um, help you along the way in your evaluation and working with the athlete in the future. I would definitely piggyback off what Blake said. Um, you have to remain uh, calm the entire time. You're the calming force in any type of emergency situation, even if it's something small um, or something really dire. Um, but you definitely always trust your training and trust your knowledge um, and never be complacent in what you're doing. Exactly. Uh, preparation, preparation, preparation. Well, you know, athletic training is not a man's world anymore. Uh, Over 50% of uh, the athletic training profession is made up of uh, the female population, has changed our culture, changed uh, a lot of things that we do. So uh, what encouragement would you offer to those young ladies who want to enter the athletic training profession or thinking about that as a career choice? Man, this can be a whole nother podcast like we already talked about, Jim, Um, but I'm very passionate about females in athletic training. It's definitely changing the world right now. Um, I have a lot of female UNF master's students that come through Terry Parker, and my biggest um, take-home point for them, if they learn anything at all from me during the entire semester, is that always to have a ton of self-confidence. Like I said before, trust in their knowledge and trust what they do and don't ever second guess themselves. They can go home and second guess and analyze and be hard on themselves, but never let anybody else see them sweat because that allows other people to come in and critique them and criticize them. And it's already difficult enough dealing with some old school football coaches who are used to seeing males. Um, So to have a female, it's already a learning curve for them. So just stick it out and put your nose to the grind and put your blinders on and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And picking back off of Ashley here. Um, yes, we need to be very confident in what we do and trust with our training. Um, also make sure you um, are um, passionate about the profession because the passion that you have just pushes you through a hard day and just reassures you that you're in the right field and you are doing the right thing for your student athletes. All right. Thank you, ladies. This has been very um, 
edifying, entertaining, and inspiring. Uh, so thank you very much. And again, we're speaking with uh, Ashley Alvarez, Terry Parker High School, and Blake Mace of Inglewood High School right here in Duval. So we're glad to have you all here. All right. Very good. We're ready to go this year. So uh, thank you again for joining us here with the Youth Sports Safety Update. Uh, my name is Jim Mackey. I'm your host today and also produce this broadcast. Uh, please uh, learn everything you can learn about being uh, safe on the field. Uh, first off, make sure your child has a certified athletic trainer at your school or even your sports program because we want you to be safe out there. So thank you very much. We look forward to joining you again on the next broadcast of the Youth Sports Safety Update. Thank you. Thank you.